Blog Talk Radio. My name's Danita Shinsky, and the title of this show is Live Without Limits, and we're coming to you from the Blog Talk Radio Network. And today's title is Five Things That You Need to Start a Small Business. Now, first thing I'm going to say is why we're talking about this is because since the pandemic hit, more and more people are looking at building businesses online. But you really need to have an entrepreneurial mindset, and it can be learned, and it's something that I have a course on that that can help you develop that entrepreneurial mindset. But not everyone can be an entrepreneur. Some people really need the structure of working for someone else. But for many people, starting a business is a great option. So, five things you need to start a small business. Owning your own business may seem like the epitome of the American dream. You can be your own boss, keep your own schedule, and answer to nobody but yourself. No wonder so many people idealize being a small business owner. However, while working for yourself can seem ideal, most people are not prepared for the amount of time, money, patience, and research that starting a business entails. Now, I started my business almost 40 years ago, and starting a business back then is is very different than what it is today. For instance, you really needed money in the bank because like for what I did and what I'm currently doing, and they're very similar, only back then as a speaker and trainer, I had to get on and go and audition for training companies. Once I got on with them, then it meant traveling around to different cities to do presentations and being able to sell from the front of the room any videos and audio tapes of books that we had at the back of the room. And for many people, that helped them actually increase their income because you got a percentage off of those sales. And it's kind of like affiliate marketing is today, that you're helping to sell someone else's product. Only thing was, you were making $250 a day, and you got a percentage off of back-of-the-room sales. So if you were lucky, you were making like $500 a day. And yes, in the 70s and the 80s, $500 a day seems like a lot of money, but you've got to look at it this way. If you figure out that you have to be up and ready and in your room by 7 in the morning so you can set up the room 
in the way it needs to be set up, that you have to make sure that you have enough materials to hand out to everyone that's attending the session. And then at the end of the day, you have to take and break up anything that's left over in the back of the room and ship it back. And then travel by car to the next city, figure out how much time you just spent and how much you made, and it comes out to maybe more than no more than $10 an hour. And yes, at that time, $6 an hour was what someone made per hour working, and $10 was above that. But even in today's times, and money back in the 70s and the 80s and the 20th century went much further than money does today. But if you, you have to consider you are probably putting in 12 hours or more a day. So how much money were you making if you were making $500 a day per hour? Figure that out. So... What do you need to start a business? To determine whether starting a business is right for you, it's essential to know what will be required of you to start and maintain your endeavor. For one thing, time. Having significant time is one of the biggest stumbling blocks for many people who want to start their own business. What are the most important skills you need when you are balancing a day job with running a small side business, it's good time management skills. Learning to prioritize tasks is difficult, but if you fail to do so, you may end up alienating customers and vendors that you need to work with. Learn to take care of your jobs. That must be done immediately as soon as possible, and delay doing the project that you know can wait. Prioritizing business tasks is key, but it doesn't stop there. Prioritizing personal tasks as well to make sure that you carve sufficient time in your busy day to devote to your startup. This is another thing that especially today, that many people are starting home businesses while they're working somewhere else. And what does that entail? Well, that means you're probably putting in six to eight hours a day working on your job. Then you've got to come home. You've got to have dinner. You've got to make time for family. And then, and only then, after all of that, you need to plan for a couple of hours to put into your business. And there's many different things that you can do as a side hustle today that can generate and become your income over time. But you also have to be able to devote the time and devote the time to developing relationships in order to build your income. The thing is, today, by starting a business online, you don't need as much money as you would if you were actually opening up a brick-and-mortar store. Because if you want to open up a brick-and-mortar store, you have to have 
anywhere from $250,000 to $500,000 in the bank just to get started before you even make that first dime. And because, well, let's look at what your expenses are. If you're opening up a brick and mortar store, first of all, you have to rent the space to run your business. Then you're going to have to renovate it. Then you're going to have to look at putting on and setting up your utilities, like your lights and your phone. Then you're going to have to put together and, and order your products. Then you're going to have to hire and train your staff. All of this before you even open your doors. Whereas if you're starting a business online, and the neat the thing is that every brick-and-mortar store also needs to have a website. If you don't have a website or an e-commerce store on the Internet, you are losing money. And if you're looking at doing a startup, well, there's – you also need to look at what type of platform you're setting your website on. Because if you're looking at Shopify, yeah, they have a great e-commerce store. But as you keep getting more and more customers, they keep increasing their fees. And then you have to go purchase separately all of the tools that you need to be able to run that business. And I happen to have found a platform called Builderall where it's all built right into their platform that I have access to an autoresponder. I have access to a magazine app. I have access to a calendar to set up appointments. I have access to creating my own e-learning courses. I have access to creating my own webinars. I have access to actually be creating video and animated video and different things that I can use to promote, and I can have access to a sales phone. Well, all of these are things that if you pay for them separately would cost you thousands and thousands of dollars. And for right now, you can actually pay $100 to get started so that you're into the funnel club and $69.90 a month, and they're getting ready to add some more apps to it and create some more. That and improve on what they already had. So what's going to happen is your price, if you get it now, your price is locked in, but if you wait until they relaunch and bring in all new products and services, then your price is going to be going up. So just be aware, you have to know when's the right time to start a business and when's the right time to jump in and do the things that will help you to grow that business. And managing your time effectively can help you in every aspect. Money. (laughs) Starting a business requires cash or credit up front. And buying an existing business often requires a large sum of payment. Unfortunately, many people want to start a business precisely because they don't have any money. Can lead such unprepared entrepreneurs to bury themselves in debt. It's simple facts that your business will need 
capital while investing more money in a business can't guarantee its success. You can pretty much guarantee the failure of a business that doesn't have enough. To avoid the situation, thoroughly assess how much you need to start your business and maintain operations. Then treat that as your baseline, knowing that you will likely encounter several unexpected expenses along the way. A few basic business expenses include business cards, a website, advertising designs, accounting software, mailing supplies and postage, a credit card processor. So, remember to even if you have an online business, you can use a third party like PayPal or Stripe and, and have a super checkout that's linked to your website or your e-commerce store. And you have to have a way to be able to take credit cards. And also, remember this, if you, your business is online, you're, you're actually an international business because you can be doing business from all different countries. So be aware of what's available and what's not available and how you can incorporate that into your business. And the neat thing about a website is back in the day, if I was doing a seminar and we had to get printed up brochures, if there were mistakes made that or changes made, from the time you actually submitted it to the time you needed it, well, then you had to throw all those out and then reprint everything up with the changes. If you've got a website, you can go in and in seconds make the changes. That's the neat thing about how technology has helped improve running businesses online. Patience, drive, and ambition aren't enough. Sometimes the early bird gets the worm, and other times the slow and steady wins the race. Be patient and don't fall prey to those common misconceptions. Don't expect to turn a profit immediately. Many people get discouraged when they end each day with less money than they started with, even if they made sales. It takes time and certain volume of sales to see forward progress. And there will always be days that are slow. Be aware of your monthly nuts or the amount that you need to clear in order to break even and make them your goal. And not cash in your pocket at the end of every day. When a business is getting off the ground, it can take a while before the profit reaches or exceeds the fixed monthly cost to incur to run it. Also, look at the reason when you're building a business online, you need an autoresponder, is you need a way to develop relationships with your customers. And if you have to set up an affiliate program connected to get people to help you sell your products, then that 
needs to be some things that you need to look at in helping you to build and grow that business. Expect mistakes. I'm still kicking myself for things that I did wrong in the early days of my first business. But while those mistakes cost me money, I learned from them. And I have used that knowledge to prevent similar events from occurring again. Mistakes can be valuable experiences. Always remember this. Failure is a learning experience. Don't look at failure as something that or an excuse to give up. Just look at that as a stepping stone and look for other ways to solve the problem. Realize that you can't make everyone happy. Unfortunately, the customer is not always right, but you can't let it get you down. For example, if you let one credit card chargeback ruin your day, you may lose other sales because you can't focus on your job or provide good customer service. Research your industry and market to get a sense of what the customer expects and what types of issues that you may run into when you encounter difficult customers. Learn from the experience based on Okay. Let's, 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 okay. Let's back up a little bit. So, you may lose other sales because you can't focus on the job or provide good customer service. So, research your industry and market to get a sense of what the customer expects and what types of issues that you may run into when you encounter difficult customers learn from the experience and don't take it personally. Some tasks are monotonous. Patience is key, even for people who turn to a hobby into a business and really enjoy the day-to-day work, but despise the rest of the work that running a business entails, such as accounting, doing taxes, advertising, and managing your staff. You don't have to enjoy filing quarterly taxes, but you do have to accept that doing the unglamorous and boring tasks is what makes running a business possible. Now, this is also a time when you need to look at and expect and how to outsource things that you really don't want to do. These are things that some people don't realize. There are options because especially if you're a one-person business, when what you need to do is have a business plan. Know what money is going to be going out every month and kind of estimate how much you expect to have and realize that it's going to take time. It's going to take building up relationships in order to get you to that point in time. Research, an idea 
doesn't need to be unique to be profitable as long as there's sufficient demand for your product. In fact, a unique idea won't necessarily translate into big sales. There's often a reason nobody sells a product like yours. And that reason may be that no one wants one. However, researching and developing your business idea is only the first step that you need to do and additional research to find out how to make your idea a reality. Do you need retail space? Can you sell your product or service online? Or do you need a physical retail location? If so, you may want to rent a booth space at a farmer's market, craft fairs, antique stores, or festivals. This is low-cost and low-risk approach, as well as a great way to get feedback from real people regarding your product and what you could change or add to make it more appealing. Do you need a website? Almost every business needs a website as well as social media presence. But if you want to name your business something for which a good domain name is not available, you might want to rethink how unique the name should be. If the website is integral to your business, you need to budget a significant amount of money to create something that is attractive and fully functional. That is why today most platforms like WordPress and even Builderall, the site, they, they actually have templates that you can use to actually to build that website to make it attractive. And they have a way to help you to, to use a script generator to, to actually put together a script that will work on your website to help entice how you market and the things that you say to your customers. Do you need a license? insurance, or permits. At the very least, you probably need a business license to operate. And if you have a physical location and inventory, you may need insurance. You may need additional types of insurance to protect yourself against liability from your customers. And whether you need professional licensing or other permits depends on the nature of the operation that and the laws in your state. How will you obtain and store your products? Whether you plan to purchase items wholesale to sell or create problems, products yourself, then you need a budget for needed materials and designate sufficient space to store necessary in inventory of raw materials, or are you going to use a drop shipper who will put the name of your company on their products and do the shipping for you so you do not have to carry and 
and, and deliver the products yourself. How will your customers discover your products? Advertising is absolutely crucial for a new business, especially if you don't have a retail location. Create an advertising plan and get quotes for the cost of various advertising venues. Don't assume people will flock to your business just because you offer a great product, but don't count on tons of sales due to advertising campaigns either. Response rates on many forms of advertising are 2% or below, so be patient while building a brand recognition. And that's exactly what you're working on, is building that brand. How will customers buy and receive your products? If you have a website, you need to apply for a merchant account with a company such as Authorize.net in order to accept credit cards. You should also have business credit card, and a bank account for your business to keep funds and expenses separate from your personal money. Determine how you plan to ship merchandise as well as the most cost-effective method. You should also consider the cost of insurance, the cost of packaging materials, and the time frame that your customers expect to receive the items. How will you initially fund business expenses if you start a business with only enough startup funds to run it for a month or two? You are practically guaranteeing that it will fail. There are some businesses that you can start on a shoestring budget, but must require venture capital angel investors, or money procured via a service like Kickstarter. Most investors want to see that you have money online as well. This ensures that you will be especially motivated to run the business well, so you won't lose the funds you've invested. Many people charge business expenses to a credit card, but if you must use a credit card, it's best to open an account specifically for your business. How much will it cost? It's very important not only to find out what you need, but to find out how much it costs in total. Money is the lifeblood of every business, and knowing how much various tasks or options cost can help you determine what is double, what is doable, and what is not. Business plan. Creating a business plan can be tedious, but it's very important, especially if you seek financial backing from investors or a bank. It's also a great litmus test to sorts to see that you're really interested in running a business. If you can't take the time to write a basic business plan, even if it's just a single page, you probably are not prepared 
to undertake the running of a real business. Starting and running a business can provide a lot of satisfaction, but it's not for everyone. It can be expensive and time-consuming, and many people don't understand the vast amount of effort that it takes to create and maintain a successful enterprise. Furthermore, enthusiasm for your product and willingness to sell can't be bought or learned. However, if you're up to the task, you may find years of joy and monetary gains by launching your own small business. So understanding where you're at and understanding how to utilize and create those things that can help you with building and growing that business. And as a career and personal development strategy coach, I can work with you to help you put together a strategy on growing an online business in today's marketplace. And remember, you can go to my website, and that website is the number one personalcareercoach.com, where you can sign up for both individual and group coaching. Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC. 